Hi, I'm Eric Dewey. And this is Steve O'Mooney. And I'm Matthew Renfro. And we're Socially Awkward. You're listening to another great production on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Check out more shows at foureyedradio.com. Greetings, everybody, from Comic Book Land. That's right, Kyle and Steve are back for a bi-weekly podcast. That's right, I said bi-weekly. You guys deal with it. It's kind of like uh, Kyle and I got kind of stuck on, you know, issues, you know, whatnot. You know how Marvel takes forever sometimes to get a book out, and then they finally wrap up a book, and everyone's like, why did this take so long? It was pretty crappy by the end of it. Or DC does the same thing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are back this week. Um, we're here to talk about a couple of things that came out in the news, and then Kyle and I are probably actually going to dive into our blocks that we finally got, which we're very excited about, um, and whatnot. But yeah, so I think that's gonna that's probably short and sweet of the point of this episode. A uh, little bit of news, a little bit of geek, and hopefully just good conversation. So sit back, relax, and open your ear holes. That sounds dirty. Open your pages. Turn your page. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> Music, please. A world's about to break. Tormented and attacked. Lost from when we wake. With no way to go back. I'm standing on my own. All right, kids, we are back. I hope you like that nice live track. Kyle actually mixed that uh, all together himself. Like I know it's uh, different samples of songs, but he put his own little twist on it. I think he just grabbed it from YouTube. I'm not sure. Um, but anyways, you can find us on www.longboxcast.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. Uh, to listen to the show, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. Don't forget to check out our awesome sponsor, which I've been using Kyle's... Uh, bumper for this a lot on all my other shows but revenge lover designs illustrates and designs that fit your personalities for samples and inquiries please visit revengelover.com and also don't forget to check out our great 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 people who just love to help kids out and help everybody comic care comics uh go to comiccare.org it's a non-profit organization and yes you can turn your books in and get a tax exempt form and write those off on your taxes uh you got some books laying around you're not doing anything with go ahead and give them to uh, these guys they'll go ahead and deliver them to kids in the hospital and that's your good deed for the year maybe the week maybe the day maybe you want to keep doing it but without further ado kyle how are you doing doing all right um yeah uh not a whole lot's been going on i'm broke so can't really do anything ah it happens have you done your taxes we did um went to a professional for once since we bought the house and whatnot but apparently really didn't matter since we only really paid uh 
one month last year for the house. Wow. So <laughs> I just got your text. <laughs> but anyways, we're really professional on this show. Oh yeah, nope. always. But no, so back. So basically, you know, they're like, "Okay, uh, here's your tax return. We want 180 bucks." And I was like, "Oh, oh, shit." Okay, well, because I thought, you know, house stuff, it's going to be big. You should probably get a professional look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Could have just done it on TurboTax, got the same amount probably, only had to pay 30 60 bucks. That also depends, because I actually ended up doing mine for free with TurboTax, I believe. Huh, nice. But apparently next year when I go see them again, I can actually write off paying them doing my taxes. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll accept that. That's not too bad. Um, but it didn't it didn't hurt you that much, did it? Like you did you break even? Because technically, supposedly, um, you're supposed to not get money and not owe money, and that's how like your taxes are supposed to be. Yeah, no, uh, we did get money back, but all that money went towards the mattress that we bought. Hey. Believe me, I slept on a single for a long, long time, and when I finally got a queen, I was like, Dude, I went from sleeping on a king by myself, a king, by myself when I had my own place, and then when I moved in with my uh, uh, then-fiancé and her parents, her and I were sharing a full. A full. I went from a king by myself to two on a full. We eventually got a queen, and that was like paradise, and that's what we have now is still a queen. Okay, yeah, no, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I went from a single to a king to back to a single and then finally got a queen. Um, nice. So I'm just going to say this. I love how in the, your background of the video chat we're in, I can yeah. see your pop finals and the background of mine, you can see mine. Yes, your collection is, uh, I'm sorry, but yours is just redunculous. I that, love that's it. That's nothing. This is yeah. nothing. This is only yeah. just, here, let me see here. See how it stops right there? That yeah. closet right there, there's a bin full of them. It's at least is got the majority of them. The top row is all Deadpool, and the bottom row is all dead, uh, Disney, except for the Flash right there. Um, yeah, no, but like what I'm saying, like I, like that's what I'm saying. Like this is just like what I'm seeing is that your so your tip of the iceberg of these things is not mm-hmm. even like that's my entire collection right there. I think I'm up to twelve. <laughs> Um, nice. Working on working on more. Of course, I actually did the. Uh, I broke down and did the DC box that's coming next month. Just because I was looking nice. everywhere for the Batman and the armor, and that's only going to be an exclusive pop vinyl through that box. So I was like, screw it, I'll just do it. Um, so I kind of bite the bullet, bought the bit the bullet on that one. And but then I also said what I will probably do is compare the two boxes because we just finally got our Deadpool box. Yes, 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 so we, did. We, will talk, we will talk about that. Uh, but what I will say, is it going to be exactly a carbon copy, or did they do something new? I probably have a feeling it's going to be a carbon copy. Uh, Makes sense. Um, but we'll see. I figure that gives us something else to look at and whatnot. And I'm still in debates if I want to stick with Marvel and get the Civil War collection, because uh, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with your pop final obsession, I've become obsessed with it now. I literally have an Amazon. I literally made a wish list that's just pop finals now, and I think I'm up to like 85 that I want. Nice. Well, um, you know what? 
since we're on the topic right now of pop finals, I said we just kick this off. And now it's time for our newest segment called Can't Stop the Pop. Dirty Pop. Yo. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend Alright, so here on Long Box Cast, I thought we'd add a new segment called Can't Stop the Pop Where we talk everything and anything pop vinyls Obviously we kind of already get a little ahead of that, but this goes into our blocks that we got because we got the new marvel collector core deadpool exclusive box and first of all let me just say normally when like i see like a deadpool box or like when nerd block does like a box and there's a theme to it Mm -hmm. majority of the items are following that theme the rest of the items don't really follow yes like in this week's nerd block there was a deadpool t-shirt which is badass, which actually I'm wearing right now. Let me see here. Is that the... It's the... Uh, ah, damn. Frickin'. Yeah, the zombie head pool thing. Yeah, which is... Uh, I thought it was a little... Actually, it was kind of cool. So, because um, I will talk about the other blocks that I get. But, yeah, I subscribe to... I got basically three different blocks with three different things of Deadpool <laughs> items in it. So... Yeah. Um, so, we got uh, the Deadpool box for Nerd Block. And then you got a red Deadpool. Yes. Mine is a different color. Yes, and actually that is – okay, so I don't know if you know this. You probably do know this, but NerdBlock occasionally does this thing where they get a limited edition of stuff, and some people get this bonus item. So you actually got the rare Deadpool doll. Oh, you're rare. Hello, eBay. Yeah, so there is that um, because I got a red one, and somebody else I know who subscribes also got a red one as well. Um, so when you were like, hey, you got a red one, I was like, oh, you got the white one. That's actually like a, a thing because they do that sometimes. They do that with pictures. Like sometimes like a picture will be like a blue kind of color and then like a green one is like a rare one. So I think they get like so many different versions of it and they split them up between box and stuff of like that. So that's actually kind of – if you think about it, so that means three uh, – one out of three people got one of those Deadpool. Um, as white, far as we know. As far as we know. Yes. Okay, um, here we go. Um, right now, see Deadpool Ultra Rare White Chase Variant. Uh, let's see here. Looking up online, someone's got it listed for eighteen bucks. Uh, I mean, it's not really selling for much. I was kind of hoping it'd be like a fifty dollars thing, and I'd be like, "Oh, sweet!" But, but still, that's a that's a rare one. So, um, what is it sold for? About twenty five bucks. It's sold for. Okay. You know no. what? I'll keep it for now. Funny part is, is, so the Deadpool that I got is also the same brand of the Batman that you sent me. Ah, oh, nice. So I bust out laughing with that. So I actually put them both together. So it's funny because Deadpool's all like, hey, you're Adam West. He's like, no, I'm Batman. That's what I <laughs> by myself. Um, hey, look, if I just looked at the back of the card. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing I don't get about this, and it's supposed to be like a Deadpool block. So we yeah. got the Deadpool plush and the Deadpool t-shirt. But then, of course, there was three items that were a little weird. Yes. Um, I remember them saying, like, something from Nintendo. Yes, and I've already used the wine stopper, so. I have two of those now, which is nice. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, it's a super wine stopper. It's basically the Mario mushroom, and it basically just 
plugs into your wine bottle and it stops your wine from spilling out. Which is amazing because yeah. I think with Arcade Block a while back, I actually got the Legend of Zelda sword like that. So now I'm, oh. I'm kind of building a collection of wine stoppers. Nice. And then, of course, this one is my wife's favorite and my favorite. It's the oven glove. Yes. Anytime we use it, we have to turn it onto our side and go beep, boop, 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 because it's got the little computer module onto it. Or you do what I did when I sent the picture over to uh, the guys from Socially Awkward. They're like, is that a power glove oven mint? I'm like, yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> nice. And then the most random one of them all is a glow-in-the-dark Batman mug. Yeah. Uh, now, this is the thing. I have no problem with it because I like Batman and stuff like that. But right. I do find it strange because I'm like, just next month is the Batman v Superman movie. Why don't you just throw it in with that? Exactly. So I'm a little confused by that, but I'm, I, I'm just giving that to my uh, father-in-law since he's a huge Batman fan. So I, honestly, I would have rather had like maybe like a cool like either Deadpool mug if you're uh-huh. gonna mug or something like that, like yeah, definitely. You know, like don't get me wrong, like I like Batman, but like I'm, I, I agree with you with this one. I thought this was very weird that they you, like did like two exclusive Deadpool items. Like I love the shirt, which is added now. I have like a shit ton of uh, Deadpool shirts now. Oh yeah, me too. From all this stuff. Um, though, but yeah, I, I I did think that was really weird as well. I'm like, yeah, that's great. I got a Batman mug, but I was also kind of hoping like maybe I would have gotten like one of those cool like the Carnage mug that I got from Loot Crate like a while back, and it'd be like a Deadpool yeah. kind of thing, you or know? Like but, the Iron Man mug I got a while back or something like that. Because I really would love a Deadpool mug. I don't have a Deadpool mug. Yeah, I, I know Eric Dewey from Socially Awkward has one. No, oh, nice, pretty badass. So, but yeah, it was very it was very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, what what was in the uh, Loot Crate. So Loot Crate did the theme. It was just Walking Dead and Deadpool. So, okay. I can see how those would tie in, though, because you got the dead and dead. So, yeah. So the de- the the Walking Dead stuff was pretty basic. Like, you got the cool little ear thing that uh, Daryl had around his neck, but it's like soap. It's like rope on a soap ears. <laughs> nice. But I thought that was cool. You got this little zombie. Uh, well, it's different figures, but it's a little zombie action figure that you put together. It's at work right now. That's where I brought okay. it in. Like it's by Todd McFarlane, so it's like almost like a, like a Lego thing, kind of like you put together. And it's a little um, character. Mm-hmm. And then you got like so. A while back, I got the Batman uh, little statue that like had it was like the 1960 Batman statue. So they did another one, but a Deadpool, and it's like an explosion behind him, and he's jumping with his two katanas, which is very badass. Mm-hmm. And then we got this cool shirt, which actually what I really like about the shirt, it's uh, it's like almost like the shirts you would get at Target, like the Captain America symbol okay. and the Iron Man stuff. So it's that material, but it's Deadpool hanging upside down with his guns out just screaming tacos. <laughs> nice. It's amazing. I've worn the shirt like twice already at work, and people are all like, and literally I'd be like, oh, they're like, oh, your shirt. I'm like, yeah, it says tacos. And I'm like, oh my God, it does say tacos. So, um, uh, and then I'm trying to remember if there was anything. No, yeah, it was very small. Like, it wasn't too much stuff in the loot crate box. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just two themed items. Mm-hmm. Now, onto the main subject, the Marvel Collector Course Deadpool Edition. This yeah. was straight up all Deadpool. All Deadpool. And I loved it. So you open up the box. First thing you see is a patch. Yes. Now, I don't know if you do anything with patches or not, but I don't, so. Um, my thing is, is I've been collecting a lot of patches and not like, like, I go out and collect patches. Like, I've been getting a shit ton of patches from all this stuff. So I've been looking into, like, a punk rock bomber jacket that I've been mm-hmm. wanting for a while, and I'm going to start putting all those patches on that. Nice. But, uh, yeah. And then the other thing we see is a Deadpool Collector Cores pin. And let me just say, I love pins. 
I collect pins. I collect the Disney pins and all that stuff and whatnot. So that went straight up there onto my Disney pin board. Nice. I, I thought it was cool. So then, yeah, I liked it. Now, I love how this box was like you – it's got like a small little tab, and you pull that open, and you got stuff on the inside. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. We got a really cool T-shirt of a pop vinyl Deadpool on the shirt. I haven't actually taken it out of the bag yet, as you can see. So Yeah, I've already worn mine. I've been – I've been oh. lazy. I haven't worn any of my stuff yet. Oh, no, you're um, good. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but it also comes with a Deadpool variant co- edition comic book. Yes. I've so not I've read, read that. that. Oh, what was you saying? Oh, saying I have not read that either, so. Yeah. Again, mine's still in the bag, but I'll definitely read it. I wonder if it's just like a reprint. I think it might be the, the reprint to the first issue. I'm not 100% sure. Ooh. Um, and then also an exclusive Dorbs. Now, I don't really collect Dorbs because that's just another door I don't feel like opening up and getting sucked into. So, But <laughs> it's a Cowboy Deadpool Dorbs. And I thought it was fucking hysterical. He's holding a little horse on a stick. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, now, uh, that was a, this is, that's my first... Uh, I didn't even know what they were called. Um, mm-hmm. Dorbs, but yeah, that was my first one. I've seen a couple of them in the store, but I'm kind of like, I yeah. like them, but they're nothing like I really want to go out and start purchasing. But this is fine for me. I'm like, oh, this is this is cool, you know, this is interesting. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm not gonna get sucked into this. I, this is just gonna be the one and only one that I have. So there we go. And then my favorite part, the one piece I was really looking forward to, is the actual Deadpool pop vinyl. Yes. You can only get in this box. You can't get anywhere else unless, of course, you go on eBay, and then you can probably find them there. Yes. But this Deadpool, a uh, completely different mold compared to the other Deadpool stuff. Basically, and he comes with, like, this little stand. So this way, he's actually jumping up in the air with his swords and everything, and I love it. It's probably one of my favorite pops right now. Yeah, it's amazing, and I've seen a couple of them that have done that, where it's like a little stand, they're doing something. Like, I saw, I think, a Superman one doing that, where it looks like he's flying. Yes. Like, oh, creative and yeah, there's cool. a uh, Toys R Us two-pack exclusive where you get Batman and Superman. Superman's kind of, like, leaping up into the air with his fist up in the air, and then Batman's just kind of standing there, but, I mean, I have that, too. Yeah, it's, like I said, I thought that was kind of cool, like, because most of the time, let's be honest, I mean, most of the pop vibes are exactly alike. Uh, some of them are different. Pretty much, yeah, for the most part. I mean, like, they probably just use the same molds for everything, and then if it requires extra stuff, they do the extra stuff for it. But, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, so us being huge, well, Kyle being a bigger Pop Final fan than I am, and me just jumping on this bandwagon. Uh, but, yeah, no, this thing was all. It was funny because uh, my uh, Matthew came over when we were doing a show, and he's all like, you have, like, this is before I got the new Deadpool, but he's like, you have three <laughs> Deadpools. I'm like, yeah, but one's the original, and one's in the blue X-Men costume. And I go, one's a pirate. And he's like, oh, one is a pirate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Now, these are all my Deadpools I have. I have the original red one, mm-hmm. and then... I have the gray one, which is the variant. Yes. And then I have the X-Men uh, variant. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have the red suit maskless one, gray suit maskless one. And then the newer ones, I have Deadpool with two swords, Deadpool giving a thumbs up, and then there's Deadpool giving a thumbs up variant, which is from FYE, which where he's in his X Men costume. Yeah, they actually were selling that on Amazon. Actually, that's different. Amazon has their own exclusive that's yellow. 
Uh, well, I'm he has blind. a yellow suit with blue eyes. The Fye one is a blue suit with yellow eyes. Oh, okay. And then I have the pirate suit one. I have bath time Deadpool, where he's got like a little shower cap and a little rubber ducky, and then the Marvel pop exclusive one and this custom made one. I don't know. Did I show you the custom one? You showed me the Valentine's Day one. Is that it? Yes, that is it. There's a custom one. Someone painted it uh, pink and white, and it is one of my favorites. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, but I love these little figures, and I think you and I will probably keep this little pop thing going because you and I have both gotten into this, and I'm still buying more. And I still want to find more and all this kind of fun stuff. But yeah, it yeah. is becoming a thing where I have way too many Deadpools. Um, <laughs> I think the next one coming up is going to be way too many Batmans at this rate with nice. You know, so well, unfortunately, right now I got to slow it down. Um, got to finance a few things here and there trying to figure it out but i mean because i was buying them left and right like crazy and then i kind of had a little reality check i'm like whoa i need to slow down yeah it's it's kind of funny though because now i'm kind of going to get uh eric and matthew into it Mm -hmm. uh, because i know matthew did get one for christmas a while back he actually got the state puff marshmallow man Nice. Uh, kind of thing. So it's kind of funny how they're like, yeah, it's kind of interesting and cool, but yeah, no, I've really gotten into like doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because every time I go to Hot Topic or anywhere, I'm kind of looking around. Even at Best Buy, I went to Best Buy this week for something completely different and looked down at the bottom. I was all like, <gasps> and I saw Phasma uh, <laughs> from Star Wars, uh, Force nice. Awakens. And I was like, yep, oh. I have and I'm like sitting there going, like, I kind of want it, but um, I didn't come in here for this, you know, it's like. so shiny. Yes. Now, uh, did you keep up with anything from Toy Fair at all? Um, I saw a couple of things. There was actually a thing about the Ghostbusters stuff that I was very intrigued about, which is weird. Um, but what did you find, my good friend? Um, uh, obviously, uh, Funko was there. Ooh. And uh, they had released their a few upcoming ones. They showcased their Sailor Moons. Oh. Yes, yeah, so that was very interesting. We may have to get that because my wife is a huge Sailor Moon fan. And then they showed a few DC and Marvel ones. They okay. showed Supergirl and Power Girl. Ooh. And then for Marvel, Doctor Strange. Captain Marvel, the female version, so Miss Marvel, but in her Captain Marvel outfit. Oh. And, uh, oh, yeah, Spider-Gwen. <gasps> oh, I'm all over that. Yes, you know I'm getting Spider-Gwen, too, so. <laughs> Kyle and I are going to, oh, sh- and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these are Walgreens exclusives because those are the hardest ones to find. Yeah, I went to – I stopped at one Walgreens. I didn't go searching it. I might actually be doing that this weekend because I need to stop by Hot Topic this weekend and didn't. But, uh, yeah, I was I hit a Walgreens not too long ago because so I had to drop something off at, like, the Red Box or something like that. I was like, oh, that's right, Pop Finders. And I actually said if I could find two of those Deadpools that we're both looking for, I was going to buy them both and just send the one out to you. Oh, cool. Um, so I am on the hunt for that because so, I was all like, if I can get Kyle something that he doesn't have, Pop Finders, <laughs> I win kind of thing. Yeah. So. If you go to Walgreens.com mm-hmm. and you go to like their search, type in Marvel Pop, the only one that's going to pop up is a picture of Venom. But if you click on Find It in near a store, find uh, in a store near you, basically, uh-huh. it'll give you a list of which stores near you will have the Marvel exclusive pops. Okay, but it can also be a mislead because some of the other pops have the same number as the Marvel. It's very confusing. Oh. But if you go to one that says like it has like nine and up, go there. Because they may either have the Deadpool ones or they'll have the other set that came out, which has Taskmaster, Iron Spider, Green Goblin, and Black Suit Spider-Man, which glows in the dark. 
And then there's also a Chase Green Goblin where he's a metallic looking. Mm-hmm. I have the Iron Spider and I have the Taskmaster. And, and I'll, uh, I'm just going to say this. Why would you tell me these things? Because I hate your wallet. Yeah, you do hate my wallet. I know, I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate these things. But I, I know, love so why. It's a love-hate relationship. I don't think I've ever hated and loved something so much. I don't even think I can say that about a person I've ever dated. Oh, wow. Yeah. My collection used to be huge. It used to go all the way around. Like, like the back side of it would go past the side of the TV, and you can see how high up that TV is going right now. So it it went past my TV, and then my wife finally was like, these things need to go because I want our bedroom to look somewhat like an adult bedroom. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, so can I keep any out? She goes, yes, you can keep the Disney's out. And I'm like, okay, so we can keep Disney out. Can I at least display the Deadpools? She goes, fine. So we're allowed to display Deadpool and Disney. And in the middle there, you can see one's kind of sticking out right there. Yeah. That is a Harry Potter three-pack. Ah. Apparently it's Barnes & Noble. So that one there is my wife, so... I was like, yeah, I'll let her keep that on. And then you can see some minions so, out of the box. Yeah, I see the, I see the minions out of the box. Uh, but what, I, I laugh because uh, she goes, like, I want it to look kind of like an adult. She should not see my bedroom. <laughs> well, she's seen my bedroom from when I had my own place. And, yeah, that was basically toys galore. Oh, I missed that bedroom. And it's so funny because, yeah, my oh, so uh, random tangent. So my buddy Patrick came over on Friday uh, where I do All White Tukey with, and he brought his daughter over when we were doing Socially Awkward so she could hang out, play some games because his wife is doing some catering stuff. So she's, like, looking around going, like, you have a lot of toys. And Patrick's like, these aren't toys for playing. That's right. There's an ad- a grown adult man with toys. I'm just looking at Pat like, really? You got to tell? And then the, and then the six-year-old doesn't help. Where she's like, oh, so it's just you in here? I go, yeah. She goes, and a cat? I go, yeah. So she's like, you have the cat for company? I'm like, wow. When, a, when, it, when, it, when it comes to a six-year-old, you kind of have to rethink your life, I guess. Oh. Oh, but it's weird rough. because everybody else who comes over who sees my place, like most of the guys who are married, they're like, oh, dude, like I only have like a little room for this stuff and things like that. I'm like, yeah. I go, guarantee it if I ever find somebody who wants to spend their life with me and I move into a place and stuff, shit's going to change. I get that. So I have to enjoy this while I can. Um, I'll spend the rest of my life with you, Steve. Oh, and Kyle, you can keep everything out. Kyle, you had me at pop. <laughs> nice. Uh, so anyways... Um, I think that covers up most of our pop talk. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. So I'll, like I said, when I get that uh, next box for uh, DC, uh, we'll see if they're basically carbon copies or may have mm-hmm. different stuff in it, and we'll go from there. But that's good. Now, um, we were supposed to talk. We were supposed to have a guest on for this episode. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Basically, we were in talks with an this app called Comic Blitz. And I tried out the app. It's pretty cool. It's basically a, if you will, like a Hulu for comics. Okay. Um, really cool. I was talking to the guy. Let's pull up his name. We'll just this out to make me sound like I'm better. 
Um, basically, I was talking to Jordan, the guy who at least runs the social media. I don't know if he runs the whole thing or not. I didn't get that far. Okay. But um, cool guy. So I tried out the app. Basically, you go on and you just type in the comic you want to uh, read, and you can read it. It's ten bucks a month. Um, obviously, they don't have Marvel and DC books because I guess you know Marvel and DC have their own thing, so you don't want to you know deal with that. But they have other publishers that you might recognize, like um, Aspen Comics. Uh, let's see here. Dynamite. Okay, dynamite. Yeah. Uh, um, Do they have like uh, stuff like images or uh, Vertigo no, or they got Va- uh, Valiant and then uh, Zenoscope. There's also a few others, but I didn't recognize them. I'm just going with a few that I recognize. But Zenoscope is the big one that I know because mm-hmm. they do like all like the fairy tales, yeah. uh, the grim fairy tale stuff, and so. When I found Zenoscope was on it, I was like, oh, sweet. I got to check this out. So really cool app. I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, if you download it, you get like five free comics to check out before you actually have to commit to it. Okay. So you can actually check it out. So, again, highly recommend checking it out. It's Comic Blitz. Um, just type it into your app store or Google store, whatever the heck it's called, whatever phone you have. And it also works on tablets, so that's another thing. Very cool. Yes. So uh, we were supposed to have him on, and we were going to talk about the Civil War comic because obviously Civil War movie's coming out, and we were going to discuss, you know, like the actual comic book of Civil War because, you know, we're a comic book podcast. And when was the last time we talked about comic books? Um, I think last time you got a comic block. And I barely even talked about it that much. <laughs> I mean, we haven't actually talked about, like, an actual story of something, you know? Yeah, we've been very bad. So, I went on to uh, social media, on Twitter mostly, because that's where I get most of my responses, and I had asked everyone, what did you think of Civil War, and what was your favorite part? So, we got a few responses, and I'll read them, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So, Cinema on the Rocks at Cinema OTR says, honestly, that series left a horrible taste with me. I really hope the movie deviates more massively than usual. That said, best scene in the comic was when Punisher refused to hit Cap. That was very nicely done. I kind of agree with you there. I mean, uh, basically, Punisher shows up trying to help out Captain America, but um, because he's like, you know... uh, Tony Stark has recruited villains to help out his cause, so um, the Punisher's kind of just like, you know, and he ends up actually killing two of the villains, or killing one and, like, brutally wounding the other, and then Cap gets all pissed off at him, and... Yeah, yeah, because I think, isn't that where it's like Spider-Man's escaping, and Tony Stark's all the villains after him, and then basically, like, Spider-Man's basically almost gonna die. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, the Punisher just shows up and just, like, annihilates, like, yeah. interfront. He, he shoots people. Jack-O-Lantern, and his pumpkin head just, like, explodes. Yeah, and then it just shows him, like, show up and just drop, like, Spider-Man's body, like, down in front of, like, mm-hmm. Captain and everybody on the yeah. thing. And then Captain's all like, well, and he's like, well, they're villains, so, you know, I, I just shot whatever I felt like. And then Captain, I think, just punches him in the face. Yeah, he basically punches him, and, like, everyone's like, why isn't Punisher, you know, 
punching back? Why is he just taking it? And then I forget what Punisher says, and obviously I don't have the issues anymore because I ended up selling them last year. Um, but basically, you know, he's like, I refuse to fight you. I used to look up to you, so, you know. So yeah. I agree. That's a huge moment right there, especially for Punisher. Um, next comment, Lee Roberts at Lee Roberts VO says, the Iron Spider suit and Peter Parker struggled to choose a side. Yeah, that was a because that was like the big thing in that entire series where he finally reveals himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, if you really want to look at this, there's three sides to the story. You got Captain America side, you got Tony Stark side, and then you have Spider Man side. Yeah, Spider Man side. It's not an obvious side to look at when you're reading the comics. It's more of like in the backgrounds of him struggling with what he has to do. Um, obviously, before Civil War starts, there's this whole... Um, there's a bunch of like tie-in issues leading up to it and whatnot in the Amazing Spider-Man run, and you find out that basically Peter Parker, Mary Jane Watson, and Aunt May are all living with Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And Tony Stark gives him the Iron Spider suit, and everything's great. They're palling around, and I guess this was – Tony Stark knew this was coming. He just wanted to make sure he had Spider-Man on his side. Mm-hmm. So that leads up to it, but then, you know, there was a battle um, over up on the raft, like a oil freighter or whatever, and it was a trap set by Tony Stark – only Captain America went there because apparently there was individuals who were trapped, but it was a trap for them. And there's a huge fight that breaks out. Tony Stark unleashes his ultimate weapon, which is a robot four. Yes. It's half robot, half clone. You find out he basically got a strand of Thor's hair from the first time he met and ended up cloning Thor. And they ended up calling Ragnarok. So I thought that was a huge thing that happened. Yeah, I remember that too. That was <laughs> And then he ends up actually killing uh Goliath. Yes, yeah. Who was on Cap's side and then they ultimately retreat. And that was the tipping point for the whole thing because after that point everyone's like, okay, we need to rethink things. Sue Storm and Johnny Storm end up leaving re Reed Richards and switching sides over to Captain America. Ben Grimm had already left the country because he wanted no part in this. So Reed Richards was stuck with the kids and was still with Tony Stark. Yeah. That was a huge thing for there. Um trying to think what else happened after that. A few guys from uh, Captain America side went to Tony Stark's side. Um, and then that's ultimately like after after that point, even Peter Parker was like, maybe this isn't the right side. Maybe I should be with Spy- uh, Captain America. Well, I think what was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be because I haven't read it in a while. But uh, mm-hmm. Peter Parker, I think it was the t- when uh, it had um, Iron Man, you know, basically with the the Phantom kind of zone thing or whatnot, where it was like sending the villains in there and then negative zone, yeah, yeah the negative zone. I'm like Phantom Zone, which is DC. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the negative zone, and then he was bringing villains out and literally like putting like trackers on them and collars and stuff of like that, and be like, "Oh, we can make them work for us." And that's when Parker was like, "No, this is this is yes. wrong. Like even yes. worse than 
what the vision was and he's like what are you talking about like i'm trying to rehabilitate them and stuff he's like yeah no it's like basically what you're doing is turning them into slaves kind of thing and i think that's when he finally was like i need to get out of here kind of thing mm-hmm. um now back when uh, civil war came out i had a job but i had no responsibilities I was still living at home with my parents didn't have any bills or anything like that so i actually went out and pretty much bought every single tie-in issue for civil war mm. which was awesome because there was so many different sides like you find out wolverine uh basically he didn't want to be on either side and he was pissed off because the whole thing that started civil war was the new warriors had got were filming a tv show basically of them basically going around kidnapping villains they mm-hmm. found a stronghold of villains, which ended up being like a couple, like a block away from a school. And one of the villains there was Nitro, who has the ability to basically just explode himself. And it blew up an entire school, and that kind of made the government like, we can't have this anymore. Superheroes are out of control. We have to put them on a leash, basically. We have to make them register their names this is why we know who they are and we can keep them from doing stupid shit like this from now on. Yeah. Well, Iron Man was all for it. Captain America's against it. And so they're butting heads, but no one's looking for Nitro who blew up the whole thing. No one cares except for Wolverine. So in the Wolverine issues, you see him on his hunt for Nitro and he finds him, and there's actually a scene where basically Nitro explodes, and Wolverine, you just see, like, everything just come off of Wolverine, his skin, his innards, all that's left is just his adamantium skeleton. And then you see that grow back, and I thought that was so cool how they did it. Man, that's cool. And then one of the new warriors was Namor's uh, niece or something like cousin or something. Mm. So Namor ends up teaming up with Wolverine and ends up uh, kidnapping him and bringing him to like uh, Atlantis jail. So I thought that was you know they bring in all these stories like you know of characters you don't know where they are. Yeah, that's that's actually kind of cool. I did not know that because I I think all I picked up was just like the pretty much a little bit of the Civil War. And I was trying yeah. to jump into other ones, but I'm like, where do I uh, jump into? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's actually um, a really cool story, though. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another thing was I'm trying to think. Uh, she Hulk. It was a one issue standalone thing for Civil War, but basically, um, there's a guy going about revealing the secret identities of past new warriors and just leaking them to the public. And it was up to She-Hulk to stop that. So there was that story. Um, like Almost every single issue dealt with the Civil War stuff. Uh, if you read like the Amazing Spider-Man Civil War tie-in books, it dealt with like more of Spider-Man's struggle with choosing a side. And you get to see other aspects of Civil War that weren't even in the main book. Mm. Because they had to cut it. But you get to see it through different eyes. Uh, you get to watch... Uh, Ben Grimm leave the country and go to like Britain or whatever. And he's like, screw this. I'm done. I'm not going to deal with you guys fighting. Obviously the Hulk wasn't around because they had actually put the Hulk on planet Hulk. Mm. And he sent him to space. So he was no longer around. Um, One of the funniest parts of the whole thing, Dr. Strange, he's like, I want no part in this. So he like 
banished himself to like Alaska or somewhere where it was snowy. And he was basically just meditating and fasting. And he's like, I refuse to eat until you guys stop all this nonsense. Wow. And I mean, nothing really happened. So, all right. So the next person to leave a comment was John at Tyranno John said, when Spider-Man revealed his identity publicly, big thing for Peter to do. Completely agree. Um, I don't think anyone really even saw that coming. No, uh, JJ didn't see it coming. He fell out of his yeah. chair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you didn't. He didn't have to do that. You just had to reveal your identity to the government. But yeah. Peter is like, he kind of did it this way. He's like, okay, maybe I can get other heroes to do this too if I do this publicly. Yeah, which ended up being really bad because after Civil War. Um, villains knew who he was, so they went after him, and someone tried to shoot him and ended up shooting Aunt May. She was going to die. So then he made a deal with Mephisto that everyone forgot his secret identity, so it was kind of completely pointless. Yeah. And so there's that. And then Zach Lavoie, the guy who was on, on our show before the Deadpool episode, at the Cinema Slob says, the scene where Peter Parker reveals his identity during a press conference cut to JJJ fainting out of shock. A nice little bit of humor in an otherwise very serious and dramatic story. Yeah. I thought that was hysterical. And then, like, if you read the Amazing Spider-Man tie-in stories, there's a part where uh, Peter grabs a paper of the Daily Bugle, and it says, Peter, you're fired. Ah. So next up was a conversation between uh, the second Becker, who's also been on the show, hmm. and uh, Lee Roberts VO, who we read from earlier. Second Becker says, "How Civil War the comic only makes sense is if you assume it's Steve and Tony having the world's worst breakup." Yeah, pretty much. And then she says, "Alternately, Civil War the Confession, which was another tie-in book that." Uh, just brought in some more stuff. And then Lee Roberts VO uh, chimed in saying, subsequently, Civil War Reconciliation. Another tiny book. And then the second Batgirl said, I mean, my problem with Marvel Cinematic Universe Civil War is Civil War only works if I believe that Tony and Steve are friends, which, unlike in the comics, I doubt. And I kind of have to agree there, because if you watch the movies, they never get along at all. Yeah, they, they work together on a team, and they tolerate each other, but it's never like anything has been like, Hey, hey buddy, how's it going? Yeah, you want to go yeah. grab a beer? want to go yeah, see if, a movie? If they really wanted to make Civil War work, they would do Captain America against uh, Falcon. Exactly. <laughs> so when you see – so the line where Tony Stark's like, I thought I was your friend. Yeah. No, no, you're not. You're jealous of him because he got to – because Captain America got to spend more time with your father. I mean, if yeah. anything, this movie would make more sense if it was Steve Rogers versus uh, Howard Stark. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But, yeah, so that's all the people that responded. Um, and the biggest thing for Civil War for me was it introduced me to Deadpool. My very first Deadpool book came from the Civil War tie-in books. Ooh. I picked up uh, Cable and Deadpool, and basically Deadpool was actually on Iron Man's side, 
and he was actually hunting down heroes. The only problem was he kept hunting down heroes who had already registered. <laughs> so he goes after the Great Lakes Avengers, thinking that they haven't registered yet. Come to find out that they have registered, and they were, like, first in line. He goes, oh. And then Cable shows up, and you find out Cable's actually against... Uh, is Cable's actually with Captain America. Mm. So, and then the best part about this whole thing is there's a scene where Cable's talking to Captain America, and he's like, look, this is what's going to happen in the future... He talks about the initiative of how every state gets their own super team and everything like that. And then there's a part where he says something else, but it's kind of like you don't really catch it. Yeah. But if you read it again after the fact of everything, I actually think Cable actually told Captain America, you're going to die. Mm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then the best part of a whole Civil War was the ending with the huge battle where they end up leaving. Mm-hmm. And you just see, like, the whole fight. I actually have a hoodie with the battle of them fighting, like, right there on the front. I love yeah. that hoodie. Well, that's like the, the Civil War poster I have, you know, with Captain mm-hmm. America in the middle with the blood on the shield and everything like that and all the different heroes, like, splitting apart. But I, I'm sorry. I have to go back to the whole Deadpool going after registered <laughs> And now it just—it's just a Deadpool move. That's what I—I I really wish they would cut a deal. I would love to see Deadpool just in this movie, even if he's just in the background going like, "Oh no, you guys fight! I'm gonna have popcorn," you know, just <laughs> anything, you know. Yeah. And honestly, I think the movie would actually sell better if they actually put Deadpool in it. You know what? Honestly, it already changed Fox Tune with the movie doing so well because they already pushed uh, the Gambit movie back, and they're like, "Well, Deadpool's getting a sequel, definitely." Uh, yeah, I read about that. Um, Gambit's kind of in the same boat as Deadpool was a while back, where it's like, will they, won't they, director yeah. just quit, uh, what's going on here? So, but, um, yeah, so we're super stoked for um, Civil War cinematic version. Uh, we'll see where it's going to go, because not only is this going to be, uh, obviously, a different storytelling of what was in the comics, but it's also going to be a really big strain on the Marvel Universe cinema reason, because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, what's going to happen is there's going to be the, the Doctor Strange movie, you know, after it, but I don't think, I think that might even be taking place either before this stuff happens or during when this stuff happens, because he's off on his own little thing. And we have no idea how this is going to pretty much come to when it gets to, you know, the Avengers Infinity Ward. So exactly. Um, it's it's going to be nuts. Yeah. So um, speaking of the whole rated R thing. Yes. Um, obviously, Wolverine 3. Yeah. Um, I remember a while back now, this is even before X-Men Origins, I think, even came out. I remember Hugh Jackman was interested in doing a rated R version of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm all for it, but it also comes down to if the material's there to make mm-hmm. it a rated R movie. Now, I just don't want people thinking, Deadpool did successful. This is what we need to do. No, no, no. Deadpool was rated R because it fit the needs of that movie. Yes. Same with um, Watchmen and everything that it, yeah. it's not like Wolverine's going to come in and just be like, ah, oh, F this and F that. And, ah, oh, you know, no, no. Like I can understand them making a rated R version of Wolverine just because of his fighting style and his violence. And yes, what he does, you could show more gore. You could show uh, Wolverine stabbing someone and basically ripping them apart with his claws. Yes. You, you know, can actually uh, show that instead of like moving the camera off to the side and then you just hear them scream. Yeah. You know, 
Um, um, I can completely see that because uh, Wolverine, he's a violent guy in the comics. He now, really is. Yes. Now, I can see him slipping up an F word here, like in his cameo in Wolverine or in uh, first, class. X, first Class. He says, fuck off. Yeah, it's like that's uh, Wolverine right yeah, there. Yeah, that's Wolverine. Yes. Um, now, if he were to like, you know, just say "fuck off" or just "f this" once in a while, not nearly as bad as Deadpool. Yeah, I'd be okay with that because obviously it's rated R. You can put a few more in because if it's PG thirteen, you only get one F bomb and then that's it. Yeah. So. so um, but yeah, I, I think if the movie fits the context, that's why I go, yeah, if you want to do a rated R movie, I'm all for it, but just mm-hmm. don't go Deadpool did successful. Let's just all make rated R movies like yeah. Spider-Man. I don't think would be a great rated R movie because no. it doesn't fit the comics. Right. Um, now this comes to the next one. We had a discussion about this and we put it on hold because it's kind of huge. Batman v Superman. They're saying that the director's cut will be rated R. Now, do you think it really needs to be rated R? This is the thing. I don't know if the original version of the movie was rated R, and they're like, you need to cut this back so we can get PG-13 in it or whatnot, and then they just released that it's going to be director's cut rated R because Deadpool did so well, or vice versa, the fact that Deadpool did so well that they're like, well, the director's cut could be more violent. Now, guaranteed, if it's more violent and it needs to be rated R, I get that if you mm-hmm. want to do director's cut. They did that with Daredevil. Uh, PG yes. theaters director comes rated R, and I get that. But honestly, I wouldn't have even released that just because it seems to me that you're trying to showboat that, like, oh, we can do rated R too. Um, exactly. And honestly, it's Batman v Superman. It doesn't even need to be rated R just because you have more action in it or violence. It's like, what kind of violence are you going to show? Is Superman going to go around snapping everyone's necks or something? Yeah, that's like I, I I don't see I'm like unless you're really doing like a hardcore like when Superman's beating the crap out of Batman he's gonna be bleeding and organs are gonna be falling out of him or something like that, but I, exactly. I really don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. In the movie. Now if you were to take it like I said this way, I go now if you were to do a Lobo movie and you wanna mm-hmm. make that rated R Oh yes, definitely. Good. Lobo would be a great rated R movie. Along with Guy Gardner the Green Lantern. Yes. These characters would be great for rated R because that's how they are in the comics. They're badasses, and they just don't give a shit. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if the comic book if the comic book character fits that movie for an R rating, then I say go for it as long as it's done correctly. Because exactly. you can go way overboard and not mm-hmm. do it correctly, or you could undersell it and then just like, did this really need to be rated R kind of thing? Are you just trying to get that push for? Now that's what I'm saying. Deadpool did so successful. Uh, really successful because I mean the last time they did a rated R movie uh, I, I'm not going to say the first time or last time the last time they did a rated R movie that, it, to my knowledge was probably Watchmen um, and I couldn't play off on that that was a comic book movie uh, what uh, was uh, what was the black and white one Sin City oh yeah that was rated R oh yeah, there's a prime example there like Sin City the first one did very well when it came mm-hmm. out um, Kick-Ass as well yeah that's another and t- Kick-Ass is from Marvel that's a uh, yeah, it's it's so weird. It's like people just don't think to remember that a comic book movie. There have been rated or comic book movies. Just this one has just done so successful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I've heard stories of people going to go see Watchmen, and then you know them uh, parents taking their kids to go see Watchmen, and then them leaving two seconds later because there's a guy with a hanging penis. Uh, yeah, I actually had a woman at one of my old jobs ask me about this. She's like, yeah, I was thinking of getting, uh, renting him Watchmen. I go, no, 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 no. 
And she's like, why? She's a superhero movie. I'm like, it is and it isn't. It's rated R and it's adult and there's violence. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out on Main Street. There's a a blue penis. And I'm not just saying like there's a blue penis, like there's a quick cut of it. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of blue penis in this movie. Uh, Like if I had to take a shot for every blue penis I saw, (laughs) I would have been dead because of alcohol (laughs) due to the blue Smurf penis. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. She was like, that's a little aggressive, but okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's Watchmen. You have to – you got to be in the mood to watch Watchmen, really. No, you really do. Like, I think I read the book, saw the movie, absolutely loved the movie, and then I ended up getting the director's cut um, Blu-ray. I never I- actually read the book. But I have uh, the motion comic where they okay. actually took the comic – and they made it all motion and everything, and they read it out for me, so I didn't have to read it. So I've read the to an extent. I've read the original, and I kind of like the original better. No, I, I do too. But it's also very hard to take the that what they had and turn it into a cinema. Yes, because the very ending with a whatever the frick it was again. I can't remember. Yeah, giant tentacle monster thing or what? Yes. Uh, like in the comics, you're like, this makes sense. But in the, like, and even I said that to people, people were like, well, where was the monster? I'm like, do you really think anybody walking into this who's never even heard of Watchmen is going to comprehend that mm-hmm. at the end of this movie? And they're like, uh, yeah, kind of good point. I'm like, yeah, they were trying to like do the best they could with, <laughs> uh, that, but I don't know. Um, again, I think, I think the problem is right now is with the Batman V Superman is there's just so much hate on this movie hasn't even come out yet we have no idea what to expect yet it is what it is people are going to see it people are going to hate it people are going to like it but uh, pushing everything to an r-rated movie just because deadpool did well i think we Mm -hmm. all need to take a step back and go okay if it fits the context like i'm not gonna go Mm -hmm. we're doing a solo uh, cyclops movie it's gonna be rated r why yeah now gambit i could maybe see that as rated r you see that as rated R, especially if you do it in New Orleans. New Orleans, you're going to see a lot of boobs. So, and just how he is, his character—he's very exactly. suave. He's he's a gambler. He's you know, like a hustler, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's certain. I'm just trying to think of other. Like next year, Professor <laughs> Davier, rated R. After <laughs> my motherfucking way, Patrick Stewart's back and older <laughs> than ever. Make it uh, so, you son of a bitch. Oh, another character that could do rated R, Howard the Duck. Yeah. Oh, perfect! Per- Especially if they do Seth Green, get him to voice it, and do a rated R yeah. version of Howard the Duck. Oh. I can see that. Exactly. So uh, also we don't see any duck boobs again. Yeah, that would be... Yeah. I, don't yeah, I still can't get that out of my head from the first movie. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, it works for certain things. Now, I know I mentioned, and I know you're not a big fan of this, uh, but I did say, I was like, I could see a rated R Batman movie, but not so much as him, like, breaking bones or anything like that. What I would like to see is actually him doing it with the Scarecrow, and you could actually do more of, like, a really crazy, like, psychological, like, you know, thing with that. And I was like, that, because, I mean, you could only do so much with PG-13, like, what really scares people. Now. You're on the right track there, but if they were to do a Batman movie and made a rated R, I don't want to see Batman doing like all the violence and everything. You got to yeah. make the villain do that, all no, the violence. That's the and that's prime example because I mean, you could totally do Batman where like he does some things where he breaks a guy's arm or something like that, but you don't need to do it where he's all like, "All right, blood here, blood there, blood everywhere." I'm Batman. And then the Joker's all like, "Here's a flower. 
and that's my violence, you know. Um, no, like, yeah. I, like if well, you're going to... Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to agree with you. If you're going to do a Batman-rated R movie, it's got to be on the villains. Like the, exactly. You can make the like, villains be like the comic book villains, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think uh, Suicide Squad, that should be rated R. Yes. And I don't know. Is it rated R? It's actually PG-13, but I could totally see it being rated R. Exactly. That It should be rated R because this is the villain's movie. You yeah. want it to be rated yeah. No, and I totally agree. So, like I'm saying, Hollywood, we're glad that you finally are stepping up and giving us movies that we want, but take it a step back and actually do the source material, do the research, and don't just start shooting out rated R movies. Because next thing you know, we're going to get Captain America. It's going to be Captain America, motherfucking America will be the movie, and it will have no point to anything. So he's like, Stars and Stripes, you cocksucker. And everyone's all like, Wait, what? Did, did, what? No, but this doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, but uh, looking forward to uh, Deadpool 2, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so what else we got here on our little list of things we need to talk about? Um, Transformers is in the news, apparently. Yeah. Aiming for a low-cost Bumblebee movie. Well, you don't have to hire an actor to do his voice, so there you go. Yeah, I, I thought it was very weird. Now, uh, whether your opinions are you like the movies or you don't like the movies, uh, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm not going to judge anybody who actually likes uh-huh. the movies or whatnot. But they already, like, came out of the word works. Like, they did one, two, three, and four. And then they already said they're going to do, like, five, six, seven, eight. It's like, and I'm guys, like, are we really Yeah. Like, is anyone really sitting here going, like, you know what we need? We need more Transformer movies. Like, don't get me wrong. The first one came out. It was very entertaining. Yes. For it's t- for the time of it was, it's like, oh, sweet. This is a great movie. The effects are amazing. Mm-hmm. The second one comes around, and let's forget about it. Yeah, the second one was like, let's put some humor into this. And I'm like, let's not. Third one, better than the second. Oh, not yeah. nearly as good as the first. Mm-hmm. Fourth one. Wish I could forget it. Yeah, for all it was was basically like, oh, hey, this guy's dead. This guy's dead. Watch this guy die right now. Yeah, they killed off a lot of the Transformers. They put in, like, new one, and then Mark Wahlberg, whoa, uh, whoa, I think we found a Transformer, uh, you know, shows up. <laughs> and, uh, okay, the thing that made me angry, so spoilers, if no one's seen Transformers, uh, Revenge of the whatever. Um, if they haven't seen it by now, I highly doubt they're even going to see it at all. That's fine, but, okay, at the end of that movie, when Optimus Prime is finally like, now time to take this away from everybody, and just shoots up into the sky with the thing, I'm like, why didn't you just do that in the beginning? You could have saved, like, so much time. What the hell? I'm Optimus Prime, and I've ruined your hour and your weekend. Autobots transform and roll out. Yeah. I mean, now, this Bumblebee standalone movie, it's actually supposed to be his origin. Okay. From what I've heard, so he may actually have a voice. I will say this. If they do an origin story where it actually takes place on Cybertron and we don't have to deal with this whole, like, kind of putting a human element into it, I could be on board with this. Yeah. Um, definitely. But, you know, somehow they're going to put a human into it somewhere. Probably. We'll probably finally get Spike from the cartoon show. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, I just I wanted to throw that in there because I'm like, are we really clamoring for like? Don't get me wrong. When I first saw the first cheesy trailer of Transformers, the first movie, I'm like, this is gonna be great, and it was fun. It was a great movie. It was a great mm-hmm. popcorn flick. I enjoyed it. Had entertainment. Yeah, it had some weird moments in it. We're like, really, what's going on? Voice acting was great. All that kind of stuff. But I'm like, do we really? This is like the longest franchise I've seen going. Oh, fun fact: the uh, chick in the first one, the computer scientist girl. Yes. She's in uh, Jessica Jones. She is, and she's yes. still smoking hot. Oh, I love her. I'm stalking oh. her on Twitter right now. Are you? How's it going? Pretty good. She hasn't noticed me, so that's a plus right there. Yeah, that's good. You're yeah. using your superpower like I had in high school where girls don't notice me. Um, yeah, that's about <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of, speaking of stuff, uh, um, I, I don't know what else we have news wise, but, uh, okay. So I thought daredevil season two was coming out on the 25th. It looks mm-hmm. like it's got bumped up to the 18th of March. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, speaking of Netflix, mm. I'm going to ask this. I know it has nothing to do with comics, but I just got to ask, have you been watching Fuller house? <laughs> okay. I, I've dived into a little bit of the first episode. Okay. Uh, I will have to say it's great to see people back. Uh, I mm-hmm. like the little joke they made at uh, the Olsen twins' expense. Yes. Um, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I don't know how I feel yet. I know a lot of people have been hating it, but I'm not judging it because I have not watched all of it yet. Yeah. So what about you? I'm not hating it per se. We watched the first two episodes, and I was kind of just like, okay, the second episode is a direct ripoff of the very first episode of Full House. Okay. Where basically the – Main adult has to go, so it's up to the two new parents to try and take care of everyone without – and everything just goes to hell. Uh, okay. And they even reference that episode too. Oh, do they? Yes. So so that happens, and then there's – trying to think. But the first episode, basically all I saw it was was just like, oh, hey, remember me? This is my catchphrase. Yeah, it was a, it was basically basically it was a nostalgia. Basically it was like if we yes. had a reunion, this would have been it. Um, yes. And honestly, in my opinion, nostalgia is one of the laziest forms of comedy or writing cuz it's basically just like, "Oh, I don't have to do that much work. I just have to mention this word right here and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, they said it." Yeah. I don't know. I think they, they I think they had a lot of potential for this show, but I don't know why they're just doing a carbon copy of what we just saw back in the nineties. Yes. Now we've watched more episodes. I forget how far we are, but we've watched a couple more. And it does start to separate itself from the original. Okay. They do mention things, they do bring back characters for a little bit, but I mean over overall it does get better. So with the if you think this does successful, or you think they're going to bring back Family Matters? <laughs> well, I mean, we already got Girl Meets World on Disney Channel, which I, heard, which I heard was horrible. But I've never seen Boy Meets World or this one, so okay. I can't. Personally, I love Girl Meets World. I think it's one of the greatest uh, Disney shows on Disney Channel right now, ever since Gravity Falls ended, which was last week or so. Yes, but uh, Girl Meets World is like one of my second favorite shows. So. Yeah. I I like that. Um they even have a comic book episode where they actually talk about uh the Dark Knight returns. So thought that was kinda cool. That is kinda cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah. I'll leave it there. Uh I know 
not comic book related. Everyone's like, oh my god, why the hell are they talking about this shit? But, you know, I don't give a fuck. We're having fun. Kyle and I are saying this. So join us next uh, week when Kyle and I bust out our new podcast, Fuller Pod. <laughs> Dude, I just laughed my ass off when he commented that on my Facebook page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, yeah really? so I, I do, I do want to check it out more. I do have to say this before we jump back into comic book news. Stephanie, dang. Oh, my God. Out. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel weird, but then I'm also kind of trying to figure out. I'm like, I think we're the same age, so it's okay. Yeah, I think she's somewhere between your age and my age. No, I think I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. I can look this stuff up. We have the internet. It knows yeah. everything. So. I'm just going to type in her actual name. But yeah. So, I was, because, I was like, yeah. Oh, sweet. Right now, we're going to just be playing the full house music while we're looking for this. <laughs> I'm a, wait, wait, should I do the new version or the old version? Both, and then blend them together and see what we get. Yeah, no. Although, I gotta admit, the new song is actually pretty catchy. Yeah, because it's a... Isn't it like a new version of it, or is it just it's like... sung by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, okay. It's the same song, but, you know. They Fun fact, it. she's actually older than you. She's 34. Ooh, yeah, I would... Yeah, I have no problem with that. I'll be 32 this year, so... Yeah, I'm good. I'll go for it. Wish me luck, guys. Let's petition this. Can Stephanie Tanner, and I will call her Stephanie Tanner if she goes out on a date with me, petition this to go out on a date. She just has to go to coffee with me. That's it. See, spouses. Someone from 2002 to 2006. Uh, Second spouse, 2007 to 2010. Third spouse... 2012 to 2013. So as far as I know, she's single. Maybe getting someone. I don't know. But she has two kids. I have no problem with that. I wanted kids, so I can just jump in on that. Hashtag Stephanie Tanner dates Steve Mooney. I don't know know how to do this. Yeah, let's petition this tweet. Let's see what happens. Probably nothing, but, you know. But, yeah, so I I just had to throw that out there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, back to comic books now. (laughs) Comic book news. Um, This Um, is actually actual comic book news. Uh, uh, Power Rangers, actually. Um, Obviously, there's a new Power Ranger comic book out, but the Pink Ranger is getting her own mini series. Um, yeah, so I, I found this story and I posted it in here because I was like, you're, you're Power Rangers fans, you've been collecting the comics now and everything like that, you collect a lot of the Power Rangers stuff, I wanted to get your opinion on this, how do you like this idea, or do you think... That I think it's great, because I always thought if they were going to do a miniseries spinoff, it was going to end up being the Green Ranger. Mm, yeah. And my own opinion, I think the Green Ranger is overrated and he, it's... But that's my opinion. Everyone has, is entitled to their own thing. So the fact that the Pink Ranger is actually getting her own miniseries instead is pretty cool. And supposedly, from what I've read, it's supposed to take place after Kimberly left the show Ooh. to pursue her own thing. So if this is actually true, I'm all for it. That means, so do you think it'll be like a brand new Pink Ranger that we haven't seen before, or the replacement no, no, no. of the show? Um, no, I think it's still about Kimberly. 
Oh, she's just all like, hey, I'm going on yeah. tour and I'm taking this with me. Well, what what happened in the show was she ended up actually going to Florida to be tra- to train as a gymnast. Okay. And uh, she be- uh, her powers went off to someone else named Kat, who became the Pink Ranger for a couple episodes before they ended up changing over to Zio. Mm. But basically, yeah, this is about Kimberly. Now, I don't know if those rumors are true that this takes place after Mighty Morphin. But she ends up still having her powers, which I think would be cool, really cool. Mm. So I'll definitely be getting this. I'll definitely be doing a review of that. And if I'm correct, I think the uh, Boom Studios Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number one should be coming out. Uh, I want to say it comes out uh, March 2nd. Yep, this Wednesday it comes out. Right, this Wednesday when our episode drops, man. Mm-hmm. So go pick up Power Rangers number one at your local comic book store if they have it. Okay, so yeah, no, that's uh, that's uh, yeah, that's when I saw the store. I'm like, oh, I got to put this in here because Kyle will probably know everything about this. Um, and that's interesting, yeah, because I remember when they did that. I think it was like I know they had to change the storyline. Now, uh, now that I'm curious, I, I, like, okay, were you a fan of the original series? Because I know I mentioned it before, and I think you were like, it's crap. Or I was, I was a fan of the original thing. It's just. When you're a kid, you love it, and then as you grow up, your taste change. Yes. And I went and actually rewatched the original stuff because it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, this is crap. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a, that's uh, what I, I was curious about because I've not watched them since I yeah. was little. Now, obviously, if you watch it with the nostalgia glasses, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I haven't seen this in forever. This is awesome. But, I mean, like, after a while, you're just kind of like, wow, they really can't act. Oh, yeah, no, I, I already... But if you out. watch later seasons, not saying you should, but if you ever do decide to watch later seasons, there's some seasons where the acting is just amazing. The You're like, am I watching a kid's show? I really don't know. that Until, of course, the giant robot shows up, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm watching a kid's show. Okay. Now, out of the original cast of Power Rangers, uh, or in general, what is your favorite Power Ranger? Like, who is your favorite? Um, out of the original five, obviously yeah. Jason, Tommy, or not, okay, original six, Jason, Tommy, Kimberly, Trini, Billy, and Zach, I'd probably go with Billy. Okay. I always was able to relate to him more, just because, you know, he's a smart guy. A little out of place and everything like that. But then they changed it up a little bit, and then obviously the black, the yellow, and the red ranger left because they had disputes over payments, so they decided to change them out. And then the replacement for the black ranger ended up becoming one of my favorite rangers of all time. Which is funny because I believe now he's a huge voice actor with animes. Yes, he is, and he actually has his own band too. Oh, does he? Yeah. Very cool. I believe it's called Eyeshine. Huh. Yes, but he does uh, a lot of anime. He does a lot of familiar characters. I I, I want to say Ichigo in Bleach or something. Okay. I want to say uh, Ichigo Ichigo in Bleach. He's also uh, Vash the Stampede in Trigun. Mm. Um, he also did the remake, or not the remake, but he redubbed, I should say, of the anniversary edition of Akira. He was the main guy in that, not the guy who became crazy and everything like that, but his friend. Um, nice. Yeah, I follow all that kind of weird voice <laughs> acting stuff. So. No, you're fine. 
I mean, a lot of Power Ranger actors have gone on to like do big things. Like obviously, uh, the actress who plays Liv Moore in I Zombie, she was a Power Ranger as well. That's right. So, uh, like, Power Rangers is a stepping stone for mm-hmm. you know great opportunities yeah. everywhere. So, and another one, the drug addict in Jessica Jones. Oh, the oh, really? Yeah, he was actually on the same season as uh, uh, what's her name from uh, I Zombie. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's him. Um, one of the Russians from Daredevil, like the first half of Daredevil, one of yeah, the Russian yeah. guys. He was a Power Ranger as well. Okay, now I'm gonna have to make a new drinking game when I watch Marvel and DC stuff. Be like, if there's a Power Ranger, take shot. You're gonna be like, hey Kyle, every single person you see, like, hey Kyle, is this a Power Ranger? Hey Kyle, is this a Power Ranger? <laughs> You're like, Steve, it's four in the morning. Stop. I'm just gonna be like, I, you know, eventually I'm just gonna be like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I did not know that. That's kind of cool. I like to see that. I, I see. I didn't know this kind of stuff. Now I want to be like, gonna. I'm gonna use that trivia next time I have somebody over and watching like stuff. So I'll be like, okay, you speed Power Ranger. She's like, do you want to get laid or not? <laughs> see, Why are you telling me this? See, um, my wife was watching one of the Bring It On movies. Oh yeah. And I want to say it's the one where they go to Universal Studios. You know what? I'm, uh, yeah. I've never seen them, but go yeah, ahead. No, you're fine. They went to Universal Studios, and I'm looking at one of the actors, and I'm like, that guy looks familiar. So I'm like, oh my gosh, he played a Power Ranger. She turns to me and goes, really? Can I watch a single movie without you pointing out a single freaking Power Ranger? <laughs> so then I'm like, if it helps, he also happens to live in a city right next to us. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna make a new drinking game for everybody called Kyle points out Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, you guys are gonna get super wasted when I go to Power Morphicon. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, you should totally make that a game. Um, oh. Patent pending by Kyle. Um, but yeah. Um, but I think that was all the news that I knew of. You have anything else you want to add to this um, craziness? Jody Sweeten is going to be my future wife. Okay. That's all I got for there. Um, you can have sloppy seconds if you want. I don't really care. Kyle, I'll take anything at this point. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about in a while? What? Flash. Oh, that's right. I'm finally caught up on something. Oh. Um, okay, so uh, spoilers and everything there because we just gotta. I'm just going to throw this out here out of the gate. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you're not caught up on the latest Flash, Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Okay, how are they going to pull this off? I have no freaking clue. My theory is uh, Zoom is actually an alternate Earth. Uh, J. Or he could be Earth 1 J with the name Hunter Zolomon, which is actually the name of another Z- of Zoom and like a different Zoom or whatever. Okay. So that could be him. Or it could be Earth Three Flash, which is the Earth where like all where all the heroes are villains and all the villains are heroes. Hmm. And uh, it could be Johnny Quick, I think, is what his name was, or something to that effect. Okay, because yeah, so, my theory is kind of like along your theory, where like maybe he's just another J from another universe, and then maybe the J, the guy who's in the helmet, trapped mm-hmm. the J from that universe. 
Because I'm thinking that might be another J as well. Yeah, because when he was like saying out his name, when he was saying out J, I'm like, I wonder if that's J right there as well. I don't know. Yeah, like it's like this whole weird thing. So I don't know if the so there was a J who was a good flash, and obviously Zoom is another one. So it's just like yeah, but honestly, it's like they're not even close to being done with their season, and I'm like, oh. where are they going to go from here? Um, I have no idea. But a really good episode. Now, with, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just say really good episode with Killer. Uh, oh. Shark, I, that was phenomenal. Oh my gosh! Oh, King Shark, yeah, yeah, King Shark. I'm like Killer yeah. Shark. <laughs> now that was oh, that was a great episode. Just you know, just after the whole Earth Two thing. Yeah. Now, did you catch? Uh, now, what'd you think of like when he when they're going to Earth Two and you see like all the alternate Earths they're passing by? I thought that was phenomenal. Uh, you see Supergirl Universe, which by the way, I'm starting to catch up on. Okay, because I'm I want to catch up on that because I'm I'm getting super excited for that that crossover that they're doing. Yeah, um, you see the Supergirl Earth, you see uh, the Flash universe where his dad was the Flash. Oh yes, so from the 1990s show, um, and then they go back to it again, and you see like the Legion, the flight, the Legion flight ring. Yes, which I thought was really cool. You see Jonah Hex. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say you also see Smallville Green Arrow. I'm not 100% sure on that. Mm. But if that is him, that's really cool that they did that. So, and then my favorite Easter egg of the whole thing is when Barry's picking up the phone. He's getting ready to dial his parents. And on the phone, it says Bruce, Hal, and Diana. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's Batman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman. That was pretty crazy, yeah. And then I also like that where it's like, oh, yeah, we got you tickets to Atlantis, you know, and mm-hmm. all that. It's just, you're just like, oh, my God, so much, like, so much potential with this. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. I love this show. Now, have you caught up on uh, Legends of Tomorrow? No. <laughs> okay, I will say this. This past episode was probably one of the greatest episodes. Okay. They end up going 30 years into the future. Okay. Oliver Queen is still alive, but the whole Star City has been basically been overrun by Slade Wilson's son. Okay. And uh, Oliver Queen has gone into hiding. He's missing an arm. He's finally got his goatee. Took him long enough. Yeah. But he basically, he's not fat or anything like in uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. But obviously, he's missing his arm kind of like in Dark Knight Returns. But he ends up using like a robotic hand. So he can still use the bow and arrow. And oh, it was such a good episode, just seeing like a post-apocalyptic world and everything. And then I guess Diggle ended up having a son named Diggle Jr. Diggle me Diggle. I ended up saying uh, up on Twitter, I'm like, it's Diggle me this Jr. Uh, I was trying to find that meme we made because uh, he's actually coming to Phoenix Comic Con this year, the Diggles. Nice. Oh. You need to like uh, print that out and have it. Oh, it. Diggle me this. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? And then you gotta explain the whole thing and just make him laugh. Or he'll be like, "I hate you. I'm now leaving." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he would get a kick out of that. That'd be awesome. Oh. Okay, so uh, so post-apocalyptic Green Arrow. Uh, Diggle shows up. He has a son. Yes, but Diggle's obviously gone and whatnot, and. His son has taken up the mantle of Green Arrow. It's 
really good. Uh, a lot. It definitely picks up because, like you know, obviously the past few episodes of Legends of Tomorrow, they've all taken place in the past. And I'm kind of like, let's just get to some future stuff, you know? So this was really cool. Okay. I, yeah, no, it's, a, it's again, I've just been, like, playing catch-up on everything. So when I finally got time to sit down and watch The Flash, I definitely want to check mm-hmm. out Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I've finally been starting to watch Supergirl. Basically, the only way I could watch it was through CBS All Access. Okay. And uh, they have episodes one, nine, and then up. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to start with episode nine and just work my way up. So I watched the episode. It's the one where basically the white Martians attack. Mm. So her and the Martian Manhunter have to team up. Ooh. Yes, I thought that was really cool. Uh, And then, you know, I've just been watching more episodes. There's a Bizarro episode with Bizarro Supergirl. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. They're like pulling everything out right now. Yeah, uh, the newest episode that's on, or that was on today, uh, basically she goes up against Indigo. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of that character or not. I think so. I want to say I probably saw her in Justice League at some point. She was in the Outsiders comic a while back. Mm, Okay. But Yeah, so she's like another form of Brainiac almost, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's showing up, and then I'm like, you know what? I missed the past few episodes, but I actually caught myself up pretty quickly. I'm like, you're not really missing much, so I just started watching, and then I'm ready for this whole uh, Flash crossover. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. I can't, I'm. It's so crazy that they're actually like doing it. It's... I know. And then, obviously, tonight also is The Return of Gotham. Yes, with Mr. Freeze. Yes, uh, so my wife and I will probably end up watching that tomorrow. I'm actually super excited for uh, who they casted for Hugo Strange. Yes, so um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm better than. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm that. Yeah, I'm that. Just run off, <laughs> um, dude. How funny was that whole Jimmy uh, Fallon? That was great. Wait, are you are you Superman? No, I, I, I think I've been mistaken for someone else. And then he holds up the camera. He's like, geez. geez. He's like, wait, you're Batman! You're Batman! No, I thought it was just great. Uh, oh, and then Lex Luthor shows up. And he's like, ah, oh, Clark Kent meet Bruce Wayne. I just love bringing people together. And he's like, man, that's Superman and Batman. He goes, no, no, it can't be. What Superman's got... Or he's like... He did, Batman. He's not Batman. He's wearing a he's wearing a nice suit. He's not wearing like an all leather suit, pointy ears. <laughs> and, and he's like, and Superman, Superman can see perfectly. This man here has clearly uh, bad vision, and he just takes the glasses off. And he's like, well, <laughs> he goes, don't worry, man. It only took me three seconds. <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah. I, okay. So, have you ever seen uh, before we before we wrap up? Have you ever seen the things called how it should have ended? Yes. Okay. So, I think if Batman v Superman wants to have a little fun at the end of the uh, movie, do a post credit scene of just them at a coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> and oh. Just be like, just having a cup of coffee. Be like, you know what? We probably should have just had coffee first and really got to know each other before we just started beating the crap out of each other. Uh, 
credits. Yeah. You know, um, you know, even if they don't do it, you know uh, how it should have ended. Will oh, oh yeah, they'll totally do it. Mm. All right. Well, I think that wraps up everything. That wraps up this episode. So uh, I think next time we record, I know it, we're gearing up for Daredevil season two, and it's going to be hitting May soon. So we got a lot of stuff coming our way soon. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Check the schedule wise. Uh, next time we record will be the 14th. So next episode will be coming out on the 16th, folks. Mark your calendars. All right, cool. So, yeah, we'll gear up for that, and then probably, wow, actually we'll have a bit, yeah, and then I think the, I don't know if the one after that is, let's see, March, April. Well, we got plenty of time before May, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to figure that out for, I think it's May 4th is uh, Civil War. Cannot wait. It'd be good, and then at the end of that month is also the X Men Apocalypse. So yeah, we got a lot of yeah stuff in our way. Mm. But uh, yeah, so again, you can find us at Longboxcast on the Twitter. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like at you know www.facebook.com backslash Longboxcast. And uh, Kyle, if people are looking for you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger, where Honestly, I really haven't been posting that much because, you know, life's been getting in the way and whatnot. But, I mean, I'll still post here and there and whatnot. But um, you can also find me on our Twitter account because I'm usually posting stuff there. And if you ever want to chime in on something, leave us a comment on there. Or follow us and keep track of us because occasionally I'll be like, hey, we're about to record. What do you think of this topic? Give us your opinions. And we will read it on the show like I did earlier. So, yeah. That's what Kyle does. He gives you a shout-out. Exactly. Um, yeah, so Kyle, I guess, takes away with those lovely, lovely words. Long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. That's right. I got a Silver Surfer pop final. Uh, I swear, Kyle is just Kyle's just like, hey, yeah. So I know you're getting the pop final. Let me just show you stuff that you probably want to waste your money on. Here, I actually got this in a trade. Oh, I accidentally, for some reason, bought two of the Amazon exclusive Deadpool's. Oh, okay. I must have pre-ordered it once, completely forgotten about it. And like a week later, like, oh, I should probably pre-order this. <laughs> so two came I didn't realize it until like the day it was shipping I was like oh, oh yeah. cancel 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 I'm like we're sorry this cannot be cancelled we have already processed here I'm like fuck you guys oh man so I went on to the trading board and traded with someone and the first person was like uh, I'll give you Silver Surfer I'm like 
done. That sounds awesome. And like no. the second guy after that goes, I'll give you the uh, rubber chicken exclusive Deadpool from Walgreens. I'm like, fuck, I just missed out on that. Oh, well, oh, deal, Silver Surfer. That's <laughs> no, not too bad. Like I said, I'm going to keep an eye out for uh, the rubber chicken one because I know I'm looking on that one and I got to hit target for the bath time one and stuff like that. So, And then someone showed me, okay, so you know the Deadpool with two swords? Yes. I saw it in gray. Yes, yes. I think it's a GameStop exclusive or something. And I was like, someone sent a picture of that. They're like, hey, I know you collect these. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? Uh, but yeah, so. Oh, well. So, Pop. Your cherry with some Pop finals. Hey. Okay, I think that we're done. Hey. Yo, listen to another show on the 4Odd Radio Network. For more shows, you can go and check out 4OddRadio.com. Now let's say...